Welcome back to episode 123. Big one, one two, two, three, three. Anthony. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, we are also here with Grizz. Uh, can we think of three, two, one, add dumb? <laughs> no. There we go. There we go. That was it. You did it. Uh, think I, of another one. Go. Uh, Two, one, three, Mikey. There it is. No. Yeah, dude. Okay, let's yeah, do it. Dude, hit me with a fucking frog pad right now, please. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. All right. Yeah, this is episode 123. How you doing, guys? Anthony, you are back with I'm us. Yes. We are at the end of nasty November. This went by extremely quick. Too fast. Yeah, Anthony. Uh, did you uh, did you watch Men Behind the Sun? Did you happen to watch no, it? Or no, last week. No, I did not. Okay. I was planning. I was planning on watching it when I got home from upstate, and then literally, I ended up not stranded. It was just we just decided to stay last minute. Up you know there. what, man? I will say this: it's it's got its parts that are fucking extreme, but I think you would really actually enjoy the film for its like story and historical content. I think you'll get it. You'll get into it. I was I was disappointed because it was like when I, when I um, went to go look it up on YouTube, it kept it gave me three prompts. It went, <laughs> it went okay. You sure you want to watch this? This has a lot of violence. Are <laughs> it really you sure? You know. It's like yeah, we hell yeah. I also I but I gave Beard the opportunity to watch. Uh, I didn't uh, watch yet. I know. Um, come and see. You got to also, also see. <laughs> come and see. Come and see. Alright, I'll come and see. And yeah, yeah, then 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 never sleep again. <laughs> you know what? Have you ever watched that whole documentary? Which one? Never Sleep Again? The yes. Nightmare on Elm Street. We one? watched it Great. together. It's six hours fucking long. Yeah, I remember we me and you watched back in twenty ten when I was really in I was I the, I remember this because that's when we started when you came yeah, back yeah, in yeah, the yeah. circle and hung out again. We we at my house we just got out of jail. You got out of jail when beer got out. We um we were just we were there was like a a whole month where we just just watched movies at my house like nonstop like and I remember we watched that and Heat in the same day. I fell asleep during Heat. We watched those things were good. Those are, I think those are the two longest movies I own. Where Anthony's old couch was and like his I guess you'd call that like the it's my den. office now yeah it's yeah like, <laughs> there it was like there was a section that was right outside like it was right next to the window so if you were sitting on that part of the couch you were getting hit with like the sun but it wasn't like enough where it was uncomfortable but it was enough where it would make you tired yeah you know what i mean like where you just start like yeah you just leather so you get that cold oh my god it's like that warm cold thing it's comfortable you get like that thing where you're you tingle when you drink too much milk what (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) is that called being lactose intolerant maybe you're tingling milk experience (laughs) but i'm just saying that that documentary i felt like felt felt like years and then we started heat and i remember when we started heat we were inviting people over like Stephen versa and all these people were coming over but it was like they're like leaving in shifts and we were still watching this documentary in heat like, that was all day. that was like uh what uh, th- we did we watch the tapes of that actually no there were dvds there like, were dvds all dvds oh my god that's a, a long ass movie grizz uh why don't you why don't you take us back man Let's go back to 1996. All right, you motherfuckers. We are jumping in the bad taste time machine. <laughs> we are dialing it back all the way to 1996. Mike, set the what scene. What does this time machine look like? <laughs> Anthony, you're in it. Uh, what the fuck are you what talking about? What does it look like, though? Like, we gotta figure, is it a vehicle? Is it this room? Anthony, it's the whole... Oh my god! I, the question the, gov- the government's gonna be all over yeah, us now. You can't describe the machine. Are you fucking Jesus kidding Christ. me? Still, Are you they, kidding me, they Anthony? Still after the three hundred dollars in taxes, I <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> all right, so we're in nineteen ninety six right now, and because this week's movie, I couldn't find a hard, uh, you know, like release date. I guess you could say. Yeah, that's exactly what it would be. Yeah. I figured I would take a few things through from uh, throughout the year, all right? So, January 1996, a favorite of mine, Duke Nukem 3D, came Ooh, out for oh, MS-DOS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was all about that life. Fucking 
I used to sit on my fucking parents' computer and just hours of playing that shit over and over and over and Did over Did you find the booby again. posters? Was that the one with the booby posters in it? <laughs> I did not. I, 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 I did not. There's, there was definitely a Doom where you could find the posters with a little bit of nudity. It was it was 8-bit nudity, but it was there. You, you could take uh, you could take whatever you could get at that point, That's right? right? Yeah, you're fucking twelve years old, ten years old. That's gold. Yeah, yeah. It's you're cool. playing you're playing like PlayStation games, like pausing it, like oh my god, dude. My boy oh. had uh, his parents had a computer that had the old school Leisure Suit Larry game on it. Oh uh, man, talk about raunchy boy. That was the one. Yeah, yeah. You were taking shifts playing that game, right? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I could picture little uh, Griswoldo doing that shit. You Damn, give me a fucking Leisure Suit. Kicking your buddy out of his own house, right? Get the All right, fuck buddy, it's my time. It's my leisure yeah, suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Stealing the, bar. the disc, bringing it home, right? <laughs> it's a floppy disc too, boy. It was old school. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. I just, I just found a floppy disc reader uh, not too long ago at the thrift awesome. store. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it was floppy to the USB. I was like, hell yeah, brand new hell computer. Yeah. Hell yeah. Another very big thing in 1996, and it also has to do with video games, the Nintendo 64 was released with Super Mario 64 being a release title, a game I really didn't play that much, but I know a lot of people love it, and I know it's a huge like speedrun game, too. I didn't play that game much, but 64 is the best fucking console. I, as far as retro games go, I love N64. GoldenEye... All the all the wrestling games for Nintendo 64 are some of the best. I think GoldenEye was 97, right? Yeah. Anthony, no, you know. I was a PS. I was a PS PlayStation guy. guy. Yeah, I know that uh, in October of 96, Mortal Kombat trilogy came out for Nintendo 64. The kid Ooh. down the block had that, so oh, I used yeah. to play the shit out of that. Tanks, snowboarding. Oh, dude, the, the best games ever. I love 64. One of one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games of all time came out in December of 1996. Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Oh, that game was like fucking that. awesome. The kid across the street had that one. <laughs> of course, I didn't have a Nintendo 64 growing up, so I was all playing everybody else's. Yeah, uh, that game was fucking awesome. You ever play that one? I'm not a Star Wars fan, so that was not on my no. radar back then. Oh, I'm then. sorry. The game, the game I was this is America. The game was awesome, regardless if you like Star Wars or not. The game was like legitimately a really good game. That would have to have been a game that like a friend of mine would have had to have had for me to play because I would have never yeah. have spent. I had a very limited money to spend on video games, so yeah, Star Wars yeah. was not going to be on top of my list. He well, was, you, he was more of a prequel guy. Well, you know, I was <laughs> I was thinking like back then. Let's see. I don't think I got a PlayStation until a little bit after Me that. Too. Me too. Because I think I still had a Sega at that time. I had and, Super Nintendo, and then I got like a PlayStation like 98, 99. Yeah, I got yeah. a PlayStation later on. Yeah. And, uh, Super Nintendo for years. I, I really only had a handful of Sega games. It's not like I had a library of games, you know? And I had that console for years. And really, I mean, if I had 10 games, like, I would be surprised. I think that's probably what we had, too. But we definitely had Golden Axe, too, because that was my favorite Sega game. Dude, I just played Mortal Kombat 3 like a motherfucker. Played Terminator 2 like a motherfucker. All that what shit. Was the, uh, what was the fucking the Fantasy Star game? 3? Was, was that on Sega? Was that the first that one? Was was it I think that, Dude, that yeah, was 64. Yeah, that was Nintendo 64. What a, what a year, man. 96 was probably the best year of our childhood. Of our collective yeah, it's childhood. It's a good point. That's a, that, that's, a, that's a good argument. Yeah, 96 is a fucking... A lot of good movies. Toy Story, you know what, right? Yeah. Well, let's, Toy Story was Toy Story. I think was ninety five because I think it was just the twenty fifth anniversary today. Actually, no but, way. Yeah, no shit. Today really? was really the anniversary. What are the I odds? think so. This week, maybe. All right. Think about this. Nineteen ninety six Independence Day comes out. I remember Christmas that year oh, getting like a little shit. like tiger or whatever like. 3D virtual Independence it, Day handheld game. The rest oh, of, remember those besides the first games? 20 minutes of that movie, that movie is garbage. Besides the first 20 minutes. Yeah, well, what can you do? Uh, Welcome to Earth. Jingle All the Way, 1996. Oh, so bad. That Those references are very big today. Romeo and Juliet. Love that. That's a good movie. That movie's great. Swingers, another good movie. One of my favorite independent films that the year, The Big Night, written by The Tooch. Matilda. 
The toot. Oh, dude, Matilda. Now we're talking. You know, you, 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 you know who the tooch is? Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Yell me a Coke. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite movies ever. Come on, dude. Uh, tooch. Don't be a menace. Now oh, we're talking. Wayne's Mars Brothers Attacks. Man. Mars Attacks was a movie that we didn't deserve at that time, but we we, we now look back on that. It's fantastic. Yeah, dude, Mars dude, Attacks. It was is too early for it, I think. Way too early for it, but it's fantastic. Dude, Mars Attacks is legitimately one of the best movies of the 90s, well, and I wish more people would like give it a chance Look now. at that cast, movie dude, came Holy out. shit. Yeah. Scream. Scream. Scream was 96. Uh, Space Jam. Space. Billion dollar, billion, billion <laughs> dollar franchise. Dunstan checks in. Another oh million dollar franchise. Do you remember who's in that movie? Pee Wee's in that movie. Yes. He plays, plays like the, the Yes. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> From Dusk Till Dawn. There's a horror movie oh, that that's a, that's a lot of people like. I love that movie. Damn. There's a ton of fucking. Uh, Dragonheart? You skipped Dragonheart. Oh. I, I saw you eyeing Dragonheart there. We're not. We're not. Oh, Escape from LA? Oh. Damn, we could keep going, man. Everybody's gonna just tune out we at this point. We should do Escape from LA. That How about the fact that the no. mad cow disease no. hit in '96, boy? We forgot about that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Remember that? Remember you like you, you like as a kid you hear things like that? Like, it's, oh, you're gonna great. get fucking mad cow. It's like so it's from I'm cows get like a, eating cows, and they're going crazy because of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like so I'm gonna get like some sort of prion, and uh, <laughs> it's gonna kill me. Like a ter- I'm gonna have a terrible death from eating it. Like this cheeseburger, dude. I was like oh, just terrified of like mad cow disease and like quicksand were like two of the most irrational fears yeah. I probably <laughs> had. Right. Really. No, dude, you know quicksand pops up out of nowhere, and also I thought mad for cows. sure that was gonna be a fucking problem. Dude, I, Tremors 2, 1996. There's your quicksand, yes, man. Yes, dude, Tremors rule. Hell yeah, shout out, like, Tremors. Man, cows, like, what, are they supposed to be happy? Like, I don't I was so confused by it. I was so upset. I was like, Irrational childhood fear, the supermarket shoot to the basement. Yeah. Yep. Irrational fear. Oh, yeah. Irrational childhood fear. Um, what's that bar in Hicksville? Behind the Stop and Shop. Oh, uh, it it was. Oh my God! It's it, like a sports bar. It, it used to be. It, it was every sports reference you think of. It's been called that. It's, it was called like Wrigley Field. That it was called like 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 Shea State. It was called a thousand things. Irrational childhood fear. Freddy Krueger grabbing me and dragging <laughs> me into the basketball arcade machine. Yeah, that's a great fear. Figure that one out. That's the one, baby. But, you know, Grizz, you're right. I, there was a period in my life that I thought quicksand was going to kill me. Like, Dude, when I, I legitimately was, was worried about a lot of, like, stupid shit like that that I thought was going to... Like, I remember, like, being in, like, 1996, 1996 asking my father if I would be alive in the year 2000. Because I could, like, in my yeah. head, thinking that was, like, this crazy future that I was never going to yeah, exist Did your dad in. give you a real-as-fuck answer? He was like, yeah, of course you're going to be fucking alive in 2000. Man, see, I'd be a terrible father. I'd be like, well, nothing is nothing Nothing's is a promised. given, son. Yeah. yeah. There was a, there was Enjoy a, every day like it's your last. You there could was die tonight, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you said that, son... I could die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> the kid will forever just be worrying that you're going to scar the fuck me, out of your kids. That's why none of us are our parents. <laughs> me and my dad watched some special on like TV one day. Like I remember around around 96. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. And it was like this, this, uh, this asteroid's going to hit Earth. <laughs> And I would be 37 when it would happen. Yeah, and my the devil's like, hammer is going to hit yeah. Earth. But it was something about that. I tell my dad, I was like, really going to happen? He goes, yeah, probably. Like, that was when I'm supposed to be 37. I got some time. Anthony's dad's a realist. That's why. What's your yeah, fucking going to be 37? Who cares if that's a... My dad has no, no sensitivity and no awareness of what's going on ever because he's a huge <laughs> asshole. Does not care about anyone's feelings. I'm his son. And he went, yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 You're probably going to die when you're 37. Sorry. Just enjoy what you're you got. You're almost there, man. I'm five more years. You're almost there. I'm almost there. Hey, yo. So, yeah, I think we can come to the conclusion that 1996 was awesome. Okay. Oh, we should just go do back. this movie next week. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we could go back to 1996. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I'm Shit, in. man. I'd be eating gushers, drinking fucking. <laughs> you do that already. It's fine. Let's <laughs> yeah. What are the uh, Kool-Aid jammers, oh, getting yeah, fucking dude. diarrhea from Ecto-cooler? everything. Drinking Ecto Cooler, mm. fucking beating the shit out of myself with a fucking shitty skateboard. Going to my grandma's to watch Nickelodeon because Huffy Bike. Cable. Huffy Bike that looks like a fucking uh, motocross. It's a Huffy Bike. Uh, I actually talked my parents into getting me that mongoose one, you know, it's a little bit step up. 
They Damn. actually had the, uh, the gyro bar on. You could spin the handles all the way around like a cool guy. I can't believe he had, he had a mongoose. I can't believe he had a mongoose and he never seen Rad. He <laughs> yeah. played the evil bike company. That's true. They're I should like, owe it to my, uh, my, my childhood self to go back and watch Rad. The whole town comes out Listen, just for the fucking. You gotta watch Rad. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. What's her name's in that? Yes, and now she's in, and her husband went to jail this yesterday. Wait, really? They're a, a, a both la- of them. Yeah, they, the Laura Laughlin. Yeah, they both went to jail, and he he went to jail. The husband apparently buzzed his head and grew a big beard. Oh, he Love thought it. he was gonna be tough. Because in all the interviews, you see him like all nice. He's got no beard. He's wearing a nice suit. And then once he went to jail, he just showed up to the courthouse like. Like looks like me and Mike now, basically. Beard and shaved head. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did like fucking steroids. By the way, it's federal court. Like you know, it's like picture like white collar shit. It's it's like a red roof in. It's yeah. like it's fine. Yeah, he's going to a country club. He yeah. ain't going the federal fucking yeah, ass prison, not. right? Yeah. He's- All right. So on a lighter <laughs> note, hello everyone. Watch Rad. Everyone watch Rad and also watch this week's movie, unless. You asked Grizz because I did not think he liked it. <laughs> this week we watched the written by Todd Sheets, directed by Shane Hatfield vampire classic. I guess it would be a classic technically because it is a remake of <laughs> Zombie Rampage, Vampire Holocaust. Grizz is shaking his head. I'm so confused still, dude. This this movie. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So like I said, this movie was written by Todd Sheets. And you would know things uh, such as, well, dead things. Bimbo's BC, Dominion, another vampire movie, zombie bloodbath. And Zombie Rampage is a 1989 movie that we actually covered on the podcast, right? Um, It's a early Todd Sheets shot on video zombie film. And they basically adapted that script into a vampire film and remade it in 1996. So about seven years later, um... Shane Hatfield has no other credits on IMDb. This is the only thing that I I see that he's done. (laughs) I have no idea why this was done. Uh, Buckets of Blood did the special effects on this. Uh, Same as all the Todd Sheets movies, right? I think he's uh, connected to them. Yeah, I think he has something to do with it. I don't know if it's like his production company or if it's his like friends or whatever, but they seem to be involved in every movie that he does. And this is an extremely low budget shot on video vampire film. I would say this is somewhere between um, City of the Vampire and Lower. no City. Well, no, really, City of the. I would say it's like a like a City of the Vampires, uh, like quality film. Like the way it physically looks, like that type of camcorder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I guess the person behind the camera just had a lot less knowledge than the person <laughs> City of the Vampires than Ron Bonk did. I and really dude, have no a lot idea wrong why they made movie. Yeah. There really is. We'll, well get into I have no it, idea but... why this was made. I have no clue why it was made. That's, I really, that's the I first like thing. it. I like this movie. I, I'm excited to hear what you have to say because I, I do think that this. This one does do a few things better than uh, than Zombie Rampage. I feel like a few things are, I, I, you know what? It's not necessarily the story. It's not necessarily the way that it's pulled off. It's literally the way it's shot. Like some scenes are so dark you can't see anything. That's that's, and I feel like that's maybe, I wouldn't say a quarter of the movie. But like maybe, like, I think you're accurate uh, with a quarter. You you would like even right now you can't see a quarter to half even. I mean, there's a lot. the The best looking scenes are in like the there's some scenes in like the, the stores and stuff that are that are pretty well lit. But dude, a lot of it is you don't have any idea what the fuck is going on. All you're getting is audio because the scenes are so dark you can't see anything. You can't tell what anybody yeah, really looks like, right? It's very hard. 
Uh, Todd Sheets did do a better job on Zombie Rampage when it comes to lighting. There was a lot of very odd lighting in that movie. And in this one, they kind of do, it almost looks black and white at certain points, right? <laughs> The way yeah. that it's lit, like they use like a heavy white well, light, and it makes for like it night night shots that are too dark. It's just, it's very strange how dark this movie is. I do enjoy the cast. I think uh, you know they did a pretty good job with that, but we'll talk about that more after. Uh, it's it just it's very weird that they would go about making this one out of everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a big fan of zombie rampage. So I think that takes it, this movie, it's a lot to live up to and it did not at all for me. So I think that's a hard thing for me to critique this fairly. If, if I went into this independently and not have seen zombie rampage, maybe I would have liked this a little bit more, but in comparison, it was really tough. Okay. Let's uh, take a little break and we'll go. Uh, we'll talk about this one a bit more. Cause I feel like there's going to be a lot of back and forth with this. More than like we're going to have to, there's going to be, we're going to have to explain some things. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> if I understand it correctly. <laughs> All right. Let's say, let's, let's take a break. Hey, Bern, look what I found in my daddy's closet. You know, I bet you this is from the big one, you know, WW2. Boy, I bet them were some great times. I know, because I never miss Hogan's heroes on WDBJ7. You know, with Schultz and Hogan and Commandant Clint. Hogan's heroes, weekdays on your hometown station. You know, Vern, this must be some kind of a cigarette lighter. I know nothing. I see nothing. Vampire Holocaust, uh, basically zombie rampage with a slightly different cast and a slightly different storyline. Grizz, uh, Anthony, I will do the synopsis this week Let's because I feel story. like I'm a little bit more well versed on this movie. Right, uh, I own the, I own a copy of it. I own a copy of the VHS. You actually enjoy it. I watch it. it. Yeah, I like this movie. I don't there know. Go. I'm, I'm gonna fight to the fucking death over this thing. All right. That's not good. <laughs> I can nail this synopsis. A night of terror that involves a gang at war and a group of friends culminates in a showdown with a group of undead assassins. Dude, just that. Okay. That that's that is a perfect synopsis. Good job. But <laughs> just that alone sounds like such a horrible fucking movie. Like that's such like the worst plot for a movie ever. See, you really think the plot's that bad? Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> it's just you have so many things going on. You have a group of friends and you have warring gang members all combining to meet at a showdown with vampires. It's just okay. like okay. Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday. Vampires. I yes, Anthony, you are correct with yes, that. West, with West that side sword. Da, 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 da. <laughs> vampires. <laughs> now, I can admit that there is a very, very large cast in this in this film. The character rundown this week is extremely large, but uh, I don't think we're gonna have to go through everybody. We're just gonna talk about a few main people, right? And a few main people are exactly the same from Zombie Rampage, right? Same names and everything, but the actors and actresses portraying them are different. Correct. Right? Now we have Tommy who in the first movie was like a big chubby 16 year old, right? And in this movie he's like a tough like black guy, right? Uh, I do feel like he pulls this character off like way better than the other kid. Yeah, so this dude's name is Rico Love. And if you look Hell him yeah. up now, he's like this like producer. He's hanging out with all these big like rap stars and shit like that. And he's been in all of these Todd Sheets movies. And I just like have, there's just such a, a disconnect between the lifestyle that he's living right now and like his early film work. I just, I can't imagine these two worlds colliding. And I love the fact that this exists. That's so funny. Rico Love. That's Rico his name. Love. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at his, his Twitter Dude, right got, now. And some of the shit he says. Still boy, active? Boy. 
still active? Oh, he's posting today, dude. Oh, what's he got? What's he got, man? Can we oh, read something see. or is it terrible? <laughs> is it that bad? <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to edit myself. I'm not allowed to say some of these words being a, a Caucasian male. <laughs> oh, boy. I really just can't say, say some of these things. Dude, just say bleeping. Just say bleeping. Bleeping work hard as hell to have some shit, and I hate a pussy plot and hard as hell to take. None of this even makes sense. That's exactly word for word what it says. I wish death to them all. Damn, this dude goes hard. Damn. What happened, Rico Love? Jeez. See here. He's hating right now. He's on a streak. Damn. He's on a streak. <laughs> he, maybe he's really like Tommy. He plays. He's playing the character, you know. Now he's got Maybe, these uh, like motivational pray and then do work. Dreams don't just happen. You have to be aggressive about reaching your goals. Billionaire mindset. Hashtag TTLO. Whatever the fuck that means. So you know he's out here doing his thing. TTLO. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know what TTLO. What the hell means. does that mean? What it's that it's mean? literally a hashtag on every single one of his posts. So it has to do with something. I don't know, man. Uh, I do like him though in this movie compared to the Tommy from Zombie Rampage. Now, there's another main character in this movie that I feel like you have a problem with, right? Yes. I, have, we, I didn't tell you who it was, but I think you know very well who it is. Now, is it going to be in Vampire Holocaust? The character's name is Leather. And in Zombie Rampage... The character's name is Hammer Spike, I believe. No. No? Oh, I thought that was going to be the one you didn't like. I don't have an issue with them. I have an issue with fucking Uncle Tony. <gasps> you don't like the fucking Hank Hill Uncle Tony? I, Dude, I hate Uncle Tony so much. I oh, hate his line rash. delivery. I hate, hey, I hate everything about him. If you ever come back here, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> it, it's his acting is so subpar, which isn't even like, him. which is which is fine. But his fucking voice is so annoying. I can't take it, dude. And yeah, I got one of them big old Christmas crosses. <laughs> to go from such a badass bartender in the first one to this guy was 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 a very big. It was a it was a it was a down downward you, slope for them in the casting department. Did you notice that Uncle Tony was like actually ripped though? It was a big did boy. Did you see yeah. his guns, dude? Damn. Dude, Pat Stodden. It, it, it was like Shout Uncle out. Guns. Yeah. It was like you know, Uncle, uncle like it's like it's, Uncle it's, Guns. It's like time, like it was like well, it was like an when you go like to like a barbecue and your uncle's there yeah. and he's just in good shape. It's like yeah, don't invite any of your he's friends. He's an uncle in good shape. And that dude's like been uncle in like Jack. a shit ton of his movies Who, uncle beard. tony yeah dude he's he was in dead things he's in zombie bloodbath 2 he's in violent new breed so uncle tony and todd hey, are are homies who was he in uh never mind i'm not even gonna ask that <laughs> uh <laughs> satan in violent new breed the devil really himself. yeah boy damn Good for him uh we have david right uh this he's hey. slightly different you know what character i'm missing uh i really wish he was in this movie Remember the guy that kills himself in Zombie Rampage? Yes. The dude, the dude like with the, the cowboy the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they had that character in this movie, Agreed. but apparently they wrote him out for some reason. I don't know. So this guy, is, Dave, and Uncle Tony, in real life, are related somehow. I'm going to say that Uncle Tony is Dave's father. They look, they look alike. They got the same, like... Uh, the way Dave presents himself in this movie is like kind of got like the gut hanging and, you know, yeah, yeah. shirt well, tucked it's, in. It's played by Pat 90s. Stodden and Nick Stodden. So they're the Stodden boys. Somehow there's a family there. Maybe they're married. You never oh, know. Oh, shit, dude. That's very progressive. I like that. Well, yeah, we're a progressive podcast. We are a very progressive podcast. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> uh, we have a main vampire in this movie. And this main vampire is very interesting. He looks like the crow mixed with Sting. <laughs> He's, it's such a crow ripoff. Uh, why did he have makeup on? Because of the crow. Because of Eric Draven. That's exactly yeah, but, why he had makeup on. 
It was uh, the 90s. Eric Draven was like the thing. Yeah, but Eric Draven wasn't a fucking vampire. I know. It but, was still you know, a look, enough. dude. Gothic spooky boys in the 90s. You looked well, like uh, Crow. Well, one of the girls is even like, what's the circus in town? <laughs> like, damn, or he's a juggalo. Whoop, whoop. I don't want to put those guys down. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's down maybe, with the clown, Maybe. Dude. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Where were juggalos at? Uh, apparently, he was... Uh, he's been in America since 1782. <laughs> I like that little like piece of dialogue that they slip in. And uh, he said he's 420 years old. Whoop, whoop. Oh shit! Oh hey, look at. <laughs> and he's a he's a direct descendant of Dracula, and apparently he's from Yugoslavia. Also, I don't know why they had to add that in there, but we get his whole backstory at the end. Pretty interesting. He's, he's probably the best actor in the movie too. Now, what he replaces is the serial killer that looks like Peter Griffin in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, which I so, love that guy. So you either got Peter Griffin in Zombie Rampage or you got Sting slash the Crow in Vampire Holocaust. So, you know, whichever flavor you're feeling that yeah. day. Uh, Rampage is still better. And you can casting. either have you can either have like hard as hell, like you know, East Side LA Tommy, or you can have um Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> uh fake Al Capone Tommy. You know, it's up to you. I like Rico Love. He's my man. Dude, he's awesome. I wish you could combine the cast. Okay, that is a great point. If you could if you could make one solid movie out of the two, you'd have something there. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I think if you combine these casts, I think it would be pretty pretty goddamn good. And this and this movie did do a good job of of fixing a few linear, you know, timeline things. So I think if you made the two together, you'd have a, a solid film. Yeah, I think the plot of this film is actually pretty solid. Uh, the end of the movie kind of wraps everything up pretty neatly, where the head vampire basically tells everything that's going on. You know what I mean? And the plot is similar to Zombie Rampage, where this gang member gets this book of rituals and black magic, and they're going to use this to bring back their dead gang members. And when they do it, things go terribly wrong. Now, the funny thing is, this time it's vampires, so that really doesn't make sense. Doesn't but make, in the uh, first movie, too. yeah, in the first movie, it's uh, it's zombies, so that does actually fit the narrative, right? So, do you think that they did that change just so they could call it zombie holocaust, vampire or, holocaust? Or yeah, oh sorry, yeah, vampire holocaust, because like. Uh, what what's the point of like making such a change that doesn't make any sense as far as like you know the the mythos of vampires and zombies go like it's completely fucking off yeah uh i really have no clue why they chose vampires they could have just did zombies again and just did a new cast yeah that's because the vampires kind of act like zombies like serial killer zombies in this pretty interesting actually um they don't even really set up the whole ritual thing as well in vampire holocaust you have tommy going into the bookstore and asking like hey you got playboy in here and the guy's like no this is an occult bookstore it's like i did oh, like that scene we got our revenge <laughs> so he does it's like a goofy way for him to get the book and it's very similar to zombie rampage it's just it just wasn't done as well so it really if you could combine these two movies you would make a pretty goddamn solid shot on video film i agree with you that. know now the way that this movie uh portrays the vampires and the way that it fits with the plot i think they did a pretty solid i uh a solid job they do the whole thing where the stake in the heart kills them I like that they actually have the melt at the end. Oh, that's a nice. Right, shot. you get a yeah. you get a little melt action. Um, sunlight also kills them, right? So it's pretty. Um, I think a straightforward vampire lore. Yeah, right? they stick true to the vampire sense of things in this movie, just not the whole like that the book thing like we mentioned a little off. But once the vampires are here, they're definitely acting like real vampires do. Now, we do see vampires coming out of the ground, 
out of the grave, right? It's very zombie-ish. But then again, back in like the old European things, they always, you know, they thought that the vampires were digging themselves up from the fucking grave. Oh, the bells? And coming they used out. to put the fucking the bells above the grave so that Well, that was that was if you alive. were buried alive. Yeah. yeah. But like they thought that like <laughs> if you were a vampire that you could like come back and they would cut your head off and put you in the fucking uh you know, put you in the casket. Look at even Salem's lot. They have that whole thing, right? Where, you know, the kids in the fucking the casket. Awesome. That's a that's a great movie. Salem's Lot's a great movie. I, I, agree. I, I always, Buried Alive is the only thing that like that like yeah freaks me out. Now, do you think that this plot holds up against Zombie Rampage? Well, like I mentioned before, I think that it it fixes a little bit of it's the same plot really. It's the same story, but I think that this just fixes a little bit of like the linear issues in the the original cuz I think just because of the way the first one was made and the the crazy amount of time that it took and the people moving in and out of the movie, um there's just some gaps in story that I think they fixed in this one. So I think if you were to take this script and you, like you said, mix some cast together between the two, you'd have a really so- take the fucking vampires out, put the zombies back in. You'd have a pretty solid thing going on. I feel like that they change scenes, like scenery, I guess, actually, like locations too much in the movie. But it's so dark sometimes that you can't tell where they are. And I feel like that actually makes it slightly disorienting. And I feel like that actually happens in Zombie Rampage also, though. That, like, when they're in all the industrial areas and stuff, I feel like it gets a little disorienting at points. Yeah, that's true. Now, the filler sequences i guess you can call them were slightly better in zombie rampage than in vampire holocaust like when you have like the enochian key music playing and the, the zombies like walking through the city and stuff i found those highly highly entertaining right and then like random zombie kills with like them eating the baby oh. and the mom you don't really get that as much in this there is a pretty good like uh, I guess you could say like vampire slaughter scene where they start just like killing all these people and it's pretty good it's pretty gruesome there's some good effects in it see somebody get their head like I guess cut off right and you see like the headless corpse it's a you pretty good gore scene easily had these zombie or these fucking vampires attack a baby that's all I'm saying you could have kept it true to the original and had a baby being eaten by vampires it's actually kind of fitting because vampires, the whole blood forever young thing. Why would they not want to eat a baby? Well, Leather, when she turns into a vampire later on, says that like, oh, well, let's go like eat a baby or something. Exactly. Yeah. So eat the damn baby. And then the uh, the hooker like offers like a rim job and a golden shower. As something. they do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's slightly different than zombie rampage that's for sure bit. right uh, oh man <laughs> so can you compare this to any other uh vampire or even zombie shot on video films besides zombie rampage obviously like does this feel like anything else we've watched before or anything you've seen well, yeah, we were talking a little bit before about how it definitely reminds us of City of the Vampires. Uh, it has yeah, that a similar aesthetic as far as the way it's shot. I will say I think that City's a little bit better in the department of how it looks and the enjoyment of it. Uh, but I, honestly, I think any of these like really lower end shot on with a camcorder type of videos are going to have this look and they all have this similar appeal to them. A lot of the uh, like Salt City stuff. it's gonna look like this right ron bonk shout out man srs yeah the dark descent tape i have the both of those shorts look just like this yeah you are the man ron bonk seriously yeah (laughs) srs baby uh i i do think that this movie suffers from a lack of i guess budget you know as most shot on video movies do Sometimes they make it work. Sometimes it's very hard to overcome yeah. technical things like a, like using a, a lower budget camera. Like you can't even see what VHS are like on the wall right now. And really? they're in a video store. Like in video violence, you can see everything. You can see the whole wall. Yeah. Well, it's lighting. It's just, it's- I, 
uh, Anthony, I don't think any lighting is going to help just with the type of there's, camera that they use well, to film well, this. Also, too, but there's only one, like, I'm not, like, there's one directional lighting. There's just lighting in the background. That's it. Yeah. Nothing for, so it's like, it's like when he was just in the corner of the um, video store, you can't, uh, you could, I, I couldn't see their face until they stepped out, but I knew it wasn't like an artistic decision. I knew it was just, <laughs> it was a flaw. Like, had like, it. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But, um, yeah, I find I would find this movie way more enjoyable if I'm not saying ten front lights. I'm saying one front light. Yeah, see. just a I little did, bit. I see one front light. This yeah, I did see a prom night uh, slipcase in the background and a, a, a Rumble in the Bronx uh, poster. That's yeah, the best that part. Good. That Rumble in the that. Bronx. I but look, it. lighting, lighting. Yeah, you could kind of see what's going on right now. Sting. Look, Aladdin. <laughs> oh, that's a straight to video it's one. It's stag. He hits him from behind with the bat. It's been the baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks so much like. Oh, that was cool though. Yeah. Um. He looks so much like that NWO fake sting that they brought out to beat up the one. With the, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fake sting. Yeah. So like fake sting. Fake sting. Fake sting. Actually, Uncle Tony kind of looks like Sting a little bit. A little bit. A little oh, bit. God, uh, just a little bit. What do you think? What do you think of the soundtrack of this movie compared to the Zombie Rampage? Oh, I feel like uh, the the soundtrack is kind of lacking compared to that one. I feel like there was a few notable uh, tracks in Zombie Rampage compared to this, and in both movies they do kind of recycle the same. You know, they use it over and over again. But I feel like the tracks in Zombie Rampage were just a little bit better. It had a lot to live up to compared to. Uh the music from uh, Noki and Key, it, it, it's missing that completely. Yeah. Todd Sheets, please release like a, a box set of a Noki and Key. Oh, great idea, dude. That shit would That'd rule. be sick. That'd yeah. be sick as fuck. I would buy that or at least put it on iTunes or something. Oh, yeah. Spotify. Put that music out there. Yeah, I want to I wanna hear that. I want to hear that at the gym <laughs> until it gets <laughs> shut down. <laughs> uh, so why don't we take a break and uh, let's head into the meat grinder. Okay, so this week, uh, you know, I really like this movie, so it was pretty easy for me to to kind of get in the zone, and make something, trying to trying to mix a little thrash in now, you know, like a little Slayer type thrash with You're bleeding for it. What this I'm week. doing? What? You were bleeding for it this week. Blood, yeah, sweat, dude, and tears. I, I needed that shit. So. Uh, here we go. Let's let's see what we can do. Yeah, man, that's my. Uh, I don't know why I uh, felt that was very like vampire-ish, but I feel like uh, I feel like I maybe captured the essence of the movie. 
I could see that playing uh, in the jukebox of the bar, right? You just need like a spooky synthy intro that would sound like, you know, gothic for how sexy vampires are. Dude, I'll just take the intro from the fucking, from the movie, bro. Perfect. Nailed it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Anthony, I'm still waiting for yours, man. What's up? I got. I got. I got to be struck with we're, the right movie. We're this gonna go. It. We're gonna go. We're gonna go song for song, and we'll let I'll people do, vote. I'll do it. <laughs> let people vote. <laughs> All right. So, do you like the? Uh, did you did you like the premise of this movie? You obviously had some problems with it, but overall, is it pretty solid? Um, I mean, for oh, as wacky as the story is, I guess it's as solid as it's going to get. Well, I mean, like the vampires are vampires, right? There's nothing that really, I mean, besides the guy like looking like Sting. Uh, I get more of an Eric Draven. I get way more <laughs> Eric Draven. But, you know, either way, like it's pretty straightforward, like a vampire movie. There's nothing that's too, like, crazy, out of the way, stupid. Like, the vampires get killed by stakes, right? They don't like sunlight, and they just fucking destroy people. Yeah, like we said, like, it's it stays true to vampire lore pretty well. I just feel like it's just... In the same sense that I felt Zombie Rampage was just kind of like a weird mix of stories that are just kind of mushed together with, like, a underlying horror plot going on. And that's pretty much what this is. You got these two separate things going on that are just connected by this weird vampire thing going on. What do you think, Anthony? I just think it's very hard. Like, it, it's just hard. F- <laughs> it, it does have all the tropes that you're saying, but for me, it's just very hard to get over over the, I can't see anything. Half the movie is literally it, impossible to it, see. It, as you're saying, like, if it's like, maybe it's also, you don't like it as much because it could be, it's like reimagining of another movie that you like more. And yeah. then you, and there's just a lot of questions of why was this made and why was it made? Like, was like, was this a rush? Like, did we have to get this out so quickly or that's a but, great um, point, no. Anthony. Cause it's like, if you're going to remake something or if you're going to have this new project, wouldn't the, the idea to be, we're going to do this better than we did last time. We're going to do so, this bigger than we did last time. So even so, so my point is in the even when big Hollywood studios go, we're gonna reboot it. Even though the audience are going, no, it, don't reboot it. It's gonna be terrible. They're going, it's gonna be bigger and better. Right. This was like we're More. gonna redo. That's the mindset you have to have <laughs> yeah. going into it. And if you're gonna make a fucking movie, you better have that in mind and not shoot it when you can't see half the fucking thing. Guys, I got an idea. Child's play, but instead of dolls. It's fucking robots. And you can't see him for half the fucking movie. <laughs> you can't see robots. Can we have a robots? Can we have can we have an Easter bunny robot? You can be an Easter bunny robot if you want. Someone gets decapitated by a drone. Because you know kids like drones nowadays. Oh, it's and the audience is going, No, what are you doing? But this one's there going, No, what are you doing? We can't see anything. Can we get, can we get somebody killed by a hockey stick? Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, kids like hockey nowadays, right? <laughs> You get a gremlin and you get a gremlin. <laughs> Are you saying international wrestling star? <laughs> you saying the WWF world champion Hulk Hogan's gonna be in this movie? He's in the movie. <laughs> Have you ever seen that, Chris? Uh, what is that? Best. It's from uh, what was it? Uh, Keenan Peel. Peel. It's Jordan Peel plays a thing called the sequel, like the sequel master. Oh, I get high whenever a movie guy's thinking about a sequel, and it's them making the sequel to Gremlins, like Gremlins Two, and how like all the weird things. There's gonna be a veggie monster in it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like just how they took everybody's stupid idea and like put it in the like the fucking movie. Good lord! It's like you get a gremlin, you get, get a, a gremlin. gremlin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm the real quick veggie gremlin. I don't know. <sighs> and at the end of the skit, like everything we said in the sketch was actually in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, do you feel as though uh, this movie looks as though it was filmed in 1989, like Zombie Rampage? Yeah, I mean, oh. minus the fact that I could tell that it was like recorded on a Sony Handycam. Well, 
Well, also the music, like the actual songs, like the band music that they play in the movie. Yeah, very nineties. It sounds like something from Pete and Pete. Like it's very, <laughs> very, very. <laughs> we make so many yeah. the, the Pete and Pete references. We make Pete and Pete references. I a love lot. Pete and Pete me too. Dude. That shit brings me back. When find I, the song. Find your yeah. song. When it when I watch that, it makes me feel bad because I feel old now. You, know? <laughs> you realize how Any much time has gone yeah. through. Yeah. Like the the hourglass keeps going right. Those grains of sand keep Amen. falling. Oh, we got a meta, man. That's it, man. Look at this guy's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I thought it was a tie-dye shirt. I couldn't tell. I think that's Hawaiian, man. It's Hawaiian. You're right. I thought it was tie-dye. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's uh, let's let's hit the chase scale on this one. Let's wrap this up nicely. Yeah, I feel bro. like it's time to uh, to move on from nasty november let's let's start uh let's start rating this bitch what's what are they call december disgusting december <laughs> no, De- we're, not, we're not gonna have any fucking oh, De- how about decent how about decent yeah. december dicked down december <laughs> i like dick down <laughs> movies that are believed has to be named rich or richard or dick <laughs> there's a sex scene in every one of these movies <sighs> yes the cinematic hell appreciation scale of excellence okay grizz uh let me get your final thoughts and why don't you rate the movie overall i think that it is a movie that did not need to be made because the movie already exists in a better form uh i think that it has some good qualities as far as maybe a little bit of a more cohesive plot and a decent casting job, minus Uncle Tony, who's a complete fuck-up. Other than that, I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again because I couldn't see any of it. I would give this movie a maybe a, a 1.5 or 2 out of 5. Anthony? Um I was I was I was I was taken back by the review. Uh <laughs> um I'm going to say that same echo the same sentiment i i would love to see what was going on majority i'm not as vested into the series as you two are as as original but i i do think that it's hard for me to it's very disorienting but you know you got to kind of you know use what you got the film movie so i give it i i give them props for doing being ambitious with it, I get—I I don't know—I give We're it a trying. two. For, I give it a two. I just—I really just didn't get a full sense of the movie. I just—I couldn't really see anything. I didn't have a problem with Uncle Tony though. I feel like everybody's forgetting that we're watching shot on video films and that this is the Bad Taste Video Podcast. So I'm going to give this a 4.5 because I really do enjoy this movie. If you watch it for what it is, it's a fucking shot on video movie shot with somebody's dad's camera. Uh, I do enjoy the effects in this. The kills are pretty good in certain points. When you can see what's going on, it's good. When you can't see what's going on, eh, use your fucking imagination. Uh, I would say the average person will not like this movie. Definitely not. Uh, I would say probably watch Zombie Rampage. And if you really like Zombie Rampage, just watch this just so you can get like a little bit of a chuckle. Right? I think that's what it's good for. Honestly, Mike, I think you nailed it there. If you If you like Zombie Rampage... This is worth seeing once to be like, huh, what the fuck were they doing? Why, why is this around? Why does this exist? What what was the purpose of this? It's it's funny in that aspect to me. And I get it's a shot on video movie and I like shot on video movies, dude. But come on, you got to be real with the fact that this is probably one of the worst shot on video movies that we've covered. Name a uh, worse one. A worse oh, one man. than the this. Boys are fighting. Let's see, a worst shot on video movie that we've covered or yeah. just in general? I don't I think I Because you gave this a high score one. and man, I, I feel like there's things that I feel like you were being just a little generous, that's all. Yeah, I agree with I like this, this this may be the worst one we've done. Thank you. I movie. agree with that. You worst think shot on video. You think Rot done. is better than this? Yes. Why? I it has a a, a it's 100% easier to watch. You see everything that's going on. It has better gore. It has a, a better. It has Joel Wine fucking coop in it. I mean, enough said right there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like this movie. 
No, you. I, you're not saying we. I'm. Not, I'm just saying it might be the worst shot of video. That's all. Hey, you know what? People know how I rate things. You know, they know my taste. They oh. know my preference. They what know what you? I like. What movie did you give a one? Uh, uh, Jack April Frost, right? No, no. I uh, gave the one for Jack Frost. <laughs> Smart. Uh, was it April Fool's Day? Yes. Yeah, I think it was April Fool's Day. That movie I fucking hate. That movie yeah. does suck. Uh, right? Is that the one that it was? Yeah, I think it was. You you were you were very upset by that movie. <sighs> Sons of bitches. All right, let's go over to the video dropbox. Okay, I am pretty excited for the next movie. Uh, pretty much the other end of the spectrum when it comes to filmmaking and budget also. Yeah, I guess. $5 budget to a $15 million budget. Here we go. Yes, uh, next week we will be covering the 1982 John Carpenter classic and remake actually also, The Thing. See, so we kind of have a, we kinda have a little... Nice, yeah, dude. we got a thing to tie them together. Look at you on your uh, toes. Definitely a movie that I've been watching for a very long time. A movie that I've definitely enjoyed. I know Anthony's a huge fan of this. Yes. Briz, you're a big fan of this movie, right? Fucking Wilford Brimley. Yeah, the diabetes. <laughs> and uh, I saw this in theaters. This was great. Anthony, did you come? Yes. Right? It was fucking awesome. Well, I might have not it. seen it with you, but I've seen it in theaters. Yeah, that, that was a great uh, a great experience. Let's uh, hit the trailer, then we'll talk a little bit more about this. Yeah, this one is definitely like one of those comfort movies like Dawn of the Dead where you watch it like in the winter when there's nothing to do. You know what I mean? You're stuck inside. Kind of gives Gotta you that like. Movie. This is yeah, definitely it's a great that, first snow my go-to winter movie. Yeah, great it's definitely a, a first snow movie. Get you in the mood, right? Is this a holiday movie? Yeah, totally. Sort of. I, I get Christmas vibes from this. <laughs> I feel like I watch this when I go to like my parents' house like uh, for Christmas. It's like, oh, this is on TV somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's a good dog owner movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. huskies. You're going to love this one. Yeah, <laughs> I think everybody knows this movie. I would say this is one of the more popular John Carpenter films. Uh, maybe one day we'll finally get to do Prince of Darkness because I, oh, really, I really like that movie. Yeah. But 
I had Escape from uh, New York maybe one day we can do oh, too. Oh, please. That, oh, that soundtrack is my We favorite. should just start doing like John Carpenter shit like uh, that. I would love to do This is definitely York. my Assault favorite, favorite Kurt what? Russell film by far. This is? Yeah, I love. This is probably one of the only movies I like him in. You don't like Escape from really? New York? I, I don't mind Escape from New York. I think those two are the most watchable of his movies, but this one here, I think he does a really great job in. What about Captain Ron? Oh, <laughs> see, now you're bringing up some heaters I forgot about, dude. Captain Ron, shit. See? Damn, you dude. Me. You don't got me. Fuck. I'm wrong. Don't fuck around, bro. I'm don't wrong. Fuck. I'm, I'm not, I'm not small enough to admit it. Oh, there oh, goes oh. everything. There, there goes, goes the bad taste video uh, compendium. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a notebook. It's like a giant fucking like, you know, five subject notebook. And it's just filled with bad taste video notes. I think I have a couple of those stacked somewhere. Well, people got to understand about Kurt Russell and the John Carpenter relationship and just John Kurt Russell and his doubt years in general. They're lovers. All right. But what I'm just saying is that Kurt Russell is like he was like the equivalent of like he was a Disney kid. He was was a Disney child actor. Oh, really? All these Disney films. Like how like, you know, people are like, I'm trying to think of an example now, like Robert Pattinson was in the Twilight movies and then now he like does like he does independent films and he's Batman now, you know, it, it was it's it's like it's like kind of like that. And he, I just think he just in like in the 80s, he was just pumping out like role after role of like fucking badass, like the peak of being like this badass action character when he was in like those weird Disney fucking movies in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, he was in like the early Disney movies With like... The genius one, the Peter War tennis shoes or something. That is he like, in that? Yeah, that's him. Oh yes, you're right. 1969. Yeah. Boom, baby. Look at that. Boom. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. You know like what I was just thinking of? That would be kind of cool. You, we've Tango talked about Cash. it before how Universal Tango Studios, Cash. we've all been there. We all really enjoyed it. We, we talked about the Jaws episode. How fucking cool would it be if they did more of their horror movies into rides like that? Like they did Jaws. Like imagine the thing at Universal Studios being a ride that you could go on and experience. I went to the Horror Fest in 2015 down there at Universal Studios. That'd been sweet. The the Nightmare on Elm Street one was fantastic. It was the old. It was the old Twister ride. Oh, cool. The the entrance of it. That's cool. That was good. The Walking Dead one was okay, and then I did one. I did. Oh, that was only two. The lines were huge. That's crazy. Oh, you ever see Tombstone? That's another good. Uh, God damn Russell it! Movie. I love Tombstone. What? I, Tombstone. You know what? Val I fucking Kilmer? love Kurt Russell. I was wrong. Yeah. I take back everything I said. Yes. Dude. Kurt Russell is one of the America's best yeah. actors of all time. Dude, do you wanna you wanna get fucked right now? I guess. 1994, Forrest Gump, Elvis yeah. Presley, uncredited well, voice role. Well, well can oh. I can I just say something real quick? Suspicious he did, minds, he did, baby. He played Elvis Presley in a TV movie. That's why he did that. And three thousand miles to Graceland. Yeah, and uh, wait, who direct? Look who directed that. Look who directed the Elvis Presley movie. Which one? Elvis Presley TV movie. Kurt Russell did it. Should be right. In what there. the hell is it? Is it Kurt Russell? It's Kurt Russell. I forgot who directed it though. What's it called? It's, it should just be an Elvis. It, it, should, it might be in TV because it was a TV movie. It might be the television uh, things. Let's <laughs> there's see. a connection there. I know there's a connection with it. Is it rather new? No, it was from the 80s. It's 1979. Elvis. Directed by John Carpenter. Oh my God, for real. (laughs) Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Starring Kurt Russell. Elvis the movie. And then then he, 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 that's why he played him in Forrest Gump. Because he had a good relationship with Zemeckis. Executive producer on that movie? Dick Clark. Yeah. Wow. This isn't. This isn't. Dick Clark yeah. Productions. Crazy. Did I blow? Trove of information. Look at that. Did I now? blow everyone's mind? Right? <laughs> you didn't even know Kurt Russell played fucking Elvis. Let alone nope. John Carpenter directed that fucking. You know, I was worried well, now, for the payoff of that. What was going to happen with this director? But it really paid off when it was fucking yeah, John man. Carpenter. <laughs> well, now we can connect John Carpenter, Kurt Russell, Elvis Presley, and Dick Clark. Yeah. Yes. And New Year's be- Eve. And everybody else who's ever been to New Year's Rockin' Eve, boom. I love Small I love world. going to the John Carpenter Index and seeing like which actors he reused for a movie. Like he like Jamie Lee Curtis Curtis was always like the voiceover stuff for like she did the voice she was the voiceover in Escape from New York and also in Halloween three she had a voiceover part. One of them I think was yeah. her. But she's the intro to Escape New York. That's her. That's Jamie Lee Is Curtis. Is that really? Yeah. 
It's just that voiceover for that yogurt commercial too. Just do a scan from New York instead, please. One day we can. One day we'll do it. One day we'll do it. My heart went pitter patter like when the teacher brought rolled in the TV screen in the middle of like science. Yeah, you gotta watch the Patriot. We're gonna watch Bill Nye. You got something to say over there? Ah, nah, dude. I'm just fucking looking at stuff. Just rolling. Just chilling, dude. You try to play that game where you try to run. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, I think that's probably about it, right? Anything else? I'm excited for next week. It's going to be good. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited to talk about the thing. You got that extended John Carpenter talk over there. (laughs) Anthony, where could they find you on the internet? A. Basili on Instagram. Grizz, where could they find you? Kane underscore enabler. And you could find me at Bad Taste Video. You could also find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Uh, please like, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen. Uh, leave a good review. Please, it helps us out immensely, right? Give us some suggestions if you would like, comments, concerns. With the way uh, things are looking, we might be, uh, you know, spending a little bit more time at home, everybody. And uh, we have been dedicated to be bringing you more uh, more content. So Yeah. Also, yeah. if you play Call of Duty, uh, zombies, hit me up. Oh, hit me up on like that uh, now, yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah. Well, Grizz doesn't want to play anymore. He says I'm an idiot. I'm an elitist. So, yeah. So uh, hit me up. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week with The Thing.